Hello and welcome everyone to the Key to Licensing One Simple Idea, simplifying licensing for inventors, product developers, and idea people. If you are here looking to learn about how to get your product to market through the route of licensing, you are in the right place. Stay tuned and make sure to join the others who are on their licensing journey. Hello and welcome everybody to another InventRight podcast. I am your host for today and for a long time, <laughs> Sylvia Pomacek. <laughs> uh, and today I am joined by Judy Deprang, who is one of our InventRight coaches. So welcome so much, Judy. I'm excited to have you on the show today and uh, talking to you. Good day, everyone. Well, Judy, let's Let's start with uh, where are you from? Where are you? Where where are you located? <laughs> All of our coaches are right. across the U.S. And I think I know pretty much where everyone is except for you. That's so funny. Yes. Did you move recently or were you I where? I have. Okay. So, so where let's are say you? I'm originally from California. I've lived half my life in Texas. And then I've recently moved to Santiago, Chile. And so... I'm currently in Houston, finalizing some documents uh-huh. um, for business in Santiago, uh-huh. and then we'll go back at the end of May. So you'll go back to Houston at the end of May? No, I'm going back to Santiago. I'm currently oh, in Houston. Okay, you're going back to Santiago. Okay. Correct. So I'm either me. in North America or South America, one of the two. Okay. <laughs> well, that's... <laughs> That's awesome. Now, so tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, kind of just a little uh, background? background about yourself. and Let's see, little background. Um, maybe I'll start with marketing and business. I think I've always done that for as long as I've been working in my adult life mm-hmm. and consulted in some form or fashion mm-hmm. all the time. Um, my father, you know, he kind of came up in the Domino's pizza industry. Mm -hmm. And so I knew marketing terms at the age of nine. He was kind of like the marketing guru. Mm -hmm. And we traveled every year, not even every year, every school year we got moved because he can pick up sales in one location with good marketing techniques. And at six months time, they were ready to move them to the next location that needed it stateside. Mm -hmm. So People thought we were army brats, but we weren't. We were just business people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you grew up with that in your family? Always, yes. And that's what we're currently doing in Santiago, actually. What are you, so what are your, what's your current venture? I am owner of a Chain and Domino's Pizza Stores. Oh. Yes. So you're, you're somewhat following in your father's footsteps. It's a family business. He knew the original owner. We went to Michigan every summer, uh-huh. hung out with the family that started it. You know, we, were, we had close ties. And not to mention, that was in Dave's backyard was the Domino's Pizza Farm. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. That's, That's so cool. Funny. But well, anyways. how did uh, licensing come into play? When did that all start for you? Well, what's interesting is that I would say my husband and I are pretty innovative in that sense, and we've always been on the opposite side of licensing. Um, 
like currently, you know, we're licensing the name of Domino's Pizza and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Um, So being around that, I knew licensing existed on many aspects. And I think that once you actually master the 10 steps that we offer here at InventRight, you can use it in many, many ways, Um, contracts, agreements, ventures. But what we do here was so fascinating to me. So I started as a student. Mm-hmm. Um, we travel a lot, even when we're stateside. And so we're kind of, I don't know, on the road. We're road trip people. <laughs> so I'm bringing up another generation of girls that are road trip, or, you know, you guys own an worthy. RV? Do you have an RV? We did, and we, then we sold it. Well, not an RV, and it was a pull behind. So uh-huh. it was a travel trailer. But I don't think I feel very comfortable with the RVs because I think that's a massive tank that you're driving. And then I'm afraid of heights. So Yosemite and stuff like that, that kind of intimidates me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So now you're learning a little bit extra, but um, so we took a road trip. We happened to be at the same location as Stephen Key. We met, hit it off really well. Mm-hmm. He thought I could bring the consulting to the coaching mm-hmm. and thought about it long and hard and loved it ever since. So I've been with Invent right now a few years. That's great. So tell us a little bit about like when you became a student, uh, who was your coach at that time? Were you working with Stephen, Andrew? I worked with all three gentlemen, which okay. is fascinating, right? I was yeah. probably a difficult student if I were to classify me, because, you know, all the men we work with are so kind Uh with their words. They would never Uh say I'm a pain in the neck, Uh but probably I was. Um, I was actually trying to license um, a supplement, a children's supplement. Uh Come to find out, it was a lot more entailed, a lot more time consuming um but i did actually get my answers based on the 10 steps and at the end of it i just decided after a couple pitches that's not exactly what i wanted to be pitching right um so that was really eye-opening and i loved the entire process from the beginning simply because it could be you know repeated several times and be successful and it didn't matter what industry it was And so as soon as that was eye-opening to me from there, then, you know, there's no limitations. Yeah. So kind of going through just learning the process, Mm -hmm. you find out so much more about different industries, what products or ideas may be the route that you want to take or follow or what might be something that is the path of least resistance or mm-hmm. maybe a little bit easier to license versus, you know, supplement industry. Um, that's a whole nother animal in another. <laughs> so, yeah. Right. It had to do a little bit with packaging. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, um, and just like chemi- chemistry, food industry yeah. altogether, you know, is challenging. Um, I think Dave was a recent added coach and, he probably shared how he had a crazy student and then Andrew and Steven had to get involved too. (laughs) (laughs) 
and I love Dave. He's so brilliant. I'd probably just, you know. It's so funny. I think Amy Jo said the same thing that she was uh, <laughs> a difficult student. Or if she didn't say it, then I know Andrew said it that she was a difficult student. <laughs> and so he, he had he had her work with uh, Stephen. I mean, not to say you know I don't want anyone thinking you need to be a difficult student. No, to work with our with no. our coaches or David or no. Andrew. That's just how graceful our team yes. is. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. We, uh, we will help uh, everybody. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but we, but you know, what was truly amazing about the whole process is that uh, perhaps on both ends, we didn't know what the answer was, you mm-hmm. know, but in applying these principles that's within the 10 steps, um, you can arrive at an answer. Mm-hmm. It was just a matter of time. And was I willing to pursue it or not? Right. You know, so I would say that even for my current students, the challenging part of it is how do you continue pursuing an idea that only you and you alone have? Right. You know, but what's what was incredibly supportive of the team at InventRight then and now is that you had this built in support system regardless whether you had answers or not, and then you trudged along so you can get those done. Yeah. No, I love, I love that, that process and I love Mm -hmm. the support. I oftentimes refer to us as more of a team. Yes. Our students are coming in and you as a coach are working one-on-one with Mm -hmm. your student, but they also, there's more of a team supporting our oh. students because mm-hmm. our coaches are interacting with each other and they're, you know, you're talking with David and you're talking with Andrew. I mean, when, mm-hmm. if you don't know the answer, your student does, knows the answer, we're, we're going to find the answer. We're, we're going to find the right. answer. We're I do love that. Yes. And we really, I mean, I know it sounds kind of Hallmark-ish to just drop brand names like that, but... <laughs> It's just, you know, we are an invent right family. We often yeah. say that in our newsletters and it's yeah. true because mm-hmm. we do work really closely together and we know now because we've been working a while with one another, you know, how to truly support one another. Absolutely. I completely agree. And it's interesting because sometimes when I speak with individuals, they'll, they'll ask, well, where are you located? And, <laughs> uh, or where, you know, what, where's your office? Or do you have offices here? Or, and licensing doesn't work that way. The, just the business model alone doesn't work where you have to go <laughs> brick and mortar store to license a product or or a company but in by any means because it's a very it's a very virtual business model you can exactly from air anywhere in the world you can do it where when you're you know traveling I mean you can do it from anywhere as long as you have a computer and you know how to use it as long as you have a phone and you know how to use it Uh, and and if you have ideas then it's a matter of learning the process but you're you don't have to uh travel anywhere or you know fly to china and (laughs) manufacturing so the licensing model doesn't work that way and then we 
teach, you know, how we preach and, and how we ourselves try and license products. And so everything is online or through Skype, over the phone, electronic correspondence. So all of our coaches uh, <laughs> being in Chile and then all of our coaches are located across the U.S. We, mm -hmm. we don't need to be in uh, a building together or, have, you know, in an actual office. We do have the incredible privilege of being able to work from our home. And, um, and sometimes I joke, like, if we were all together in an office uh, or had cubicles or you know the <laughs> kind of more maybe if we if we were conventional all together, conventional right um would we really get any work done I, <laughs> I mean between me and uh definitely scott i would say i mean i think i don't think we would probably get any work done we would just be either having a good time or joking right. or we would be getting together and pitching <laughs> ideas to each other and it, it would just be we'd be shark tank all yeah. enclosed and trapped in one room yes right exactly exactly so this uh the way that we it, the way that we're set up really works well oh so. yeah it's brilliant <laughs> it is it is brilliant absolutely <laughs> I do have to say. I do have to say I love it, although I'm still uh, hoping for and wanting our, you know, an annual InventRight team get together. So I still well, don't know what it's going to look like or how that's going to inspire, but I'm trying to get it. I'm trying to see if I can, uh, if I can get something like that going. So with time. <laughs> well, let me just tell you, Sylvia. You know, once we're situated well in Santiago, I'll get to where I can host all y'all, and then we oh, can do that. That would be wonderful. So let's make that happen pretty quickly. <laughs> you know, there is great wine down there and ceviche. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, well, then I am definitely on my way, for sure. <laughs> so how has the experience been as a coach? Why did you decide that coaching is something that you wanted to do and how, is that, how has that experience been for you? You know, um, it's been fairly monumental. Um, I really, I, you know, I have my own personal clients and I have um, a nonprofit. And um, I since then have passed on that nonprofit to other leaders of the community once we left Texas. Mm -hmm. um, but... I really love what we do here. I think I'd be doing this one way or the other, paid or not paid, nonprofit, for profit. It doesn't matter. The point is it's supporting an entire community that I define myself very much a part of. Yeah. You know, entrepreneurial like visionaries, just like minded individuals that wanna see something more than what is already out there. Yeah. And um I think it's just been grand getting with um, the folks that I do. I probably coach most of our international students anyways. <laughs> so just because of the hours that I work. Yeah. Don't you work like from three in the morning? Until <laughs> six in the morning. Depends on where time zone you're in. Like, yeah, that's true. Depending on what time zone. I but, look at your 
jogger one day. I'm like, this is just crazy right here. I don't know what she's doing. I don't know what time she goes to bed. I just don't understand this. Well, let me just tell you, I need minimum six to seven hours of sleep, but I work from five to eight a.m. and it works incredibly well for me. I'm in a zone. If I wasn't getting up for coaching, I'd be getting up for working out, which is soon to follow after I get off coaching calls regardless. So I just had to switch around a couple of things, but I truly do enjoy that being like the first part of my day. Mm -hmm. The remainder of the day, I homeschool both of my daughters. Mm -hmm. So I did need it to be open. And then when we were in Santiago, we were also doing a private school over there. So one way or the other, these girls are getting educated, but I'm running around the remainder of the day. Yeah. Sounds like, sounds like our coaches. (laughs) (laughs) I know it. I don't think I fully disclose what I do 100% of the time because other people would think that lady is crazy. No, I think that's just part of who you are and who (laughs) individuals tend to be. And there's nothing. And I think that's fantastic because even as a, even being um, creative and uh, coming up with product ideas, there's, there is that entrepreneurial spirit Mm -hmm. and some individuals will have other things going on. Mm -hmm. A lot of our coaches um, are doing other things as well. Uh, some of them are working, you know, part-time, some of them are working full-time. And so, but Correct. ultimately the reason of why they're coaching our students, it always comes back to that, uh, that passion and wanting to teach others. And like you said, support the community and, you know, give Certainly. back. And so, Certainly. so there's nothing wrong with, with, uh, running around and, and doing all <laughs> so, What do you yes. find that some of your students actually face? What are some challenges that you see that they face? That's funny because we're just talking about creative types and running around. So I would say that what pretty much classifies most of the people in our community is those factors. And I forgetting about OCD tendencies Mm -hmm. do have, (laughs) you know, organizational tools in place to keep me on task. Yeah. Um, You know, from simple mental, you know, exercises to actual physical tools to Mm -hmm. software applications and whatnot. I really do rely heavily on all of those items, Mm -hmm. but more than anything, I still also have built-in accountability partners. Yeah. So I have several. I have folks from the food industry that I get mentored from um, for Domino's Pizza, other fellow owners and long veterans of franchises. Mm -hmm. And then I have folks that I've built in just for licensing um, products and the different industries. And then, of course, I have my team here at InventRight Mm -hmm. to fall back on as well. So on any given day, I like to talk to my people, you know, once every seven to ten days 
and it just keeps me on course. And that's what I really love about our coaching is that even though you can teach yourself this process, one, reading the book or just getting involved on our online services and everything that we provide there, which is also outstanding. Yeah. Um, you have the accountability of an actual individual that's following it along with you, you know? Yeah. You have that coach that's going to be there and say, yep, you know what? Writing a provisional is the bear. All right. Yeah. But you got to get over the jargon and just pick two or three top variations, you know? And yeah. that's, and that's, um, that's incredibly helpful. So I don't care what age, what stage you're at. This this is truly um, going to change the way you think and the way you do things. And that's, you know, I've, people have told me recently since we've moved, do you miss your nonprofit? I'm like, no, because I have other ways of (laughs) serving Mm -hmm. and this is one of them. But I also, you know, learn a lot from my students, their same challenges um, have been mine at one point mm-hmm. and, um, I enjoy speaking to them and, and learning about their process, learning about their methods, what tools have they adapted to, to yeah. keep them on course. Yeah. And it's like Steven says, you know, if you give up on your product, then who's going to push it forward to market, mm-hmm. you know, and you just need to, you need to, just need to stick with it. Just like we were talking about before the interview, (laughs) we were talking about don't give up. Don't give up. That's right. And studies have actually shown how important accountability is. Having somebody that you can check in with, somebody that can, may not necessarily, you know, and they don't have to be there to give you answers, but Mm -hmm. somebody that you are staying accountable to you, you know, and so the importance of having a mentor, somebody that you can go to, to uh, just get your thoughts out, process things with, um, is so incredibly, I think it's just incredibly imperative. And Mm -hmm. so, um, I think we're all empowered with, yeah, with having, um, the ability to get the answers. Sometimes mm-hmm. the hang up is just not asking the right question. Yes. And that's what that accountability partner is really. Well, at least it stands out to me that that is the true benefit of that. Yeah. Ask the right question. Mm-hmm. Anyone should be capable of reaching the answers as long as they don't give up. Yeah, absolutely. I, I love that. Asking the right questions. What would you say that is one key suggestion or recommendation about the licensing process and what would it be and why? Mm. You know, if I was going to classify myself out of the other coaches, you know, I always lean on the motivational and organized task because I heavily believe in them. Mm -hmm. And you guys can tune in for our other webinar that I'm soon to teach on. Is it Tasks and Tools for Professionals. Ooh. Mm-hmm. When's that coming up? I think here towards the end of May. I need to check with John and see when he pinned me down for. Okay. But um, what it is is I think that if you articulate what you want, mm-hmm. 
and you set that goal and you start asking the right questions and start seeking the answers, not giving up not once, then you're going to you're going to get results. Mm-hmm. You are going to get that product to market. Um, a lot of it, I think, is just a personal challenge, internal struggle. Mm-hmm. Because out there, we're completely familiar that you can speak. We can train you how to speak like a professional. We can train you how to, you know, present your product. We can train you on where to search those potential licensees. Um, but will you do it? You know. Yes. And what tools help you do it? Yeah. You know, we have samples of scripts and we have samples about the right language in your PPA. We have sample of non-disclosures and what to look for and what let you have a red flag on the subject, you know? Yes. So all of that, all of what you have, all we need to do or in my opinion is stick to the accountability and, and, continue to feel empowered so that way you don't lose motivation you don't lose that passion about it everybody reaches that stage where their own product annoys them (laughs) or and then um, want to move on to a different idea yes yes but and i am completely okay with shelving some ideas but um it's still your idea you know so i I I really find that that right there is the key. How to continue to stay plugged in, how to do that with what we offer here. I have so many returning students for that reason alone. They don't need to know the process any longer. They know the process. They've already developed their methods. They need the built-in accountability. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, that's absolutely key. I I completely agree. Well, with that being said, I want to thank you, Judy, so much for being a guest on our show today. And uh, also thank everyone out there who is listening. If you like the show, please go to iTunes and give us a review. And then also tune in next time for another InventRight podcast. Thanks, Judy, so much. Thanks, Sylvia. Thanks so much. I enjoyed uh, it. I enjoyed it as well. And I look forward to having you on the show at another time.